Welcome to Cocktails and Comics. Grab a drink and bring out your inner nerd and join your hosts, Steve, Alec, and Andy. Hey guys, and welcome back to Cocktails and Comics. It has been way too long. It has been three weeks for us in studio and longer since this fucking podcast had anything come out. So we do apologize about that, but we are back. It is I, Andy, and Alec. Alec, how are you doing today, bud? God. <clears throat> People are going to love me because I'm going to cough this yeah, whole fucking well, you episode. you got AIDS. We're gonna, I do got so AIDS. We, I, how am I doing? There's been three weeks worth of how am I doing. Yeah. So to wrap it up. Not bad. <laughs> to wrap it up, okay. <laughs> the ailments are gone. The soreness is gone. My excitement has finally died down after all of the, the good things we went through. Mm. So I'm doing just fine. How good are man. you? I'm doing. I'm doing good. Besides the AIDS, um, I'm doing. I'm doing well. <laughs> besides that. Um, I'm glad we don't share microphones. Yeah, no, good. <laughs> yeah, it is what it is. But no, man, I'm doing really good. I'm glad to be back in studio, and I'm glad to be doing this again because I fucking missed it. It feels so good. <clears throat> so good. Yeah, so basically what's been going on is, you know, one week we just had it where our hosts here uh, just needed a week off, which was totally fine. And then the next week uh, I got sick. And then the week after that was 4th of July, and I got sick again. And I got super AIDS. Yep, AIDS yeah, twice. AIDS twice. Uh, what basically happened was I got a terrible virus that Almost attacked you, my actually. lungs. Yeah, yeah. I was I ended up in the ER. And what, what was, uh, were, were the doctor's words to you? <laughs> um, like when I showed about, about closing up. Yeah, he's like, "Thank God you came in here because." Uh, yeah, you, know. you came in here just in time. <laughs> he's like, "This would have been. It shouldn't have been closing that fast." <laughs> yeah. He was like, this is pretty aggressive. Yeah, and, so uh, you literally almost died. Yeah, so he was like, you know, you had a bronchial spasm, just the virus attacked your lungs. Here's an inhaler. <laughs> yeah. And that was the thing. I mean, I was put on prednisone. I got liquid codeine. Uh, I got the inhaler, um, which I'm glad I don't have to use as much. I'm just kind of getting my voice the inhaler. back. Yeah. The inhaler is awesome <clears> for, I don't know what they gave you, and I'm just being a total nerd here because I need those. Mm. But if it's a rescue inhaler, like, those are dope as fuck. Yeah. I don't know if you're, well, you're probably not like me, but if you get wheezy sometimes or just have that trouble breathing, mm. just in, like, like, one puff. Yeah. And you're, <laughs> like, you never had the problem. Yeah. So to keep that on you, just to have it is, yeah. you're... You're going to love it. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, I used to have asthma when I was a kid. So you know all about I know all about it, and then it went away, so I never needed an inhaler. And I just always had my backup one. Mm -hmm. And whenever it was like, I had a hard night smoking and drinking, you know? Yep. And you kind of wake up, and you're just like, "Uh, the breathing's heavy. You can't breathe. Yeah. A little tight and weak. So then you just pull out the inhaler, do that. And, like, whenever I would get sick, it would come around, you know? I'd have See, I don't get that way when I'm sick, but <clears throat> when it when it comes down to, like, an asthma, like, an allergy thing, yeah. that, or the humid weather and stuff, um, it really hits me. Yeah. And to just be able to reach over, go puff, puff, yeah. and I fall back asleep faster than anything at that point. Now. Yeah. So. No, and I definitely get that. It's And that was the thing. I used every drug you could buy over the counter, and nothing was worse. It just got worse. Mm -hmm. Uh, over a period of two days. I mean, Damn. it just got aggressive. And um, so, yeah, I mean, it, the funny thing, the funny story is that on that Sunday morning, yeah, cause Saturday we went to the band. Yep. So Sunday morning, I will never choose to go to the ER. I need someone else to say it. 
So I like went downstairs and I was like, I need my mom to suggest the ER because I'm too much of a child to be like, I should go to the ER. Well, because there's like, there's like, I can, I can, uh, ride this out at home. Mm-hmm. I can go to any free fucking clinic, like the Aurora Healthcare yeah. Clinic to say, oh, but I think it just goes to your masculinity. But the ER is something that I don't think our age, like my like mom, my mom and my aunts, yeah, a couple of them, like I've seen them, and immediately it's like, Dad's taking me to the hospital. Yeah. Oh. Okay. okay. Oh, Aunt, Jan, Aunt Jan's in the hospital. Oh. Yeah. And for our for us to be in this age, it's like we don't think that we need to just go to the ER yeah. for something. Yeah. And it's coming. Yeah. You're not even thirty yet. I know, I know. It's, it's, uh, it feels like it already. So it feels like I'm 40. I can't, I don't want to see you when you're 30 because yeah. shit, man. Oh, it's falling apart. Um, but no, so I went downstairs and I was like, yeah, I can't breathe or anything, you know? And I was like, I don't know what I should do. Mom's like, do you need to go to the yard? And I was like, yep, I think I should probably go to the yard. Like as soon as she said it. I was like, yeah, I better go. <laughs> Did you drive yourself? Yeah. <laughs> cool. So you That's were, another power so move. So you had no idea how close to death you were, and you yeah. decided to get behind the wheel anyway. Yeah. My man. Yeah. <laughs> I knew I could take a deep enough breath that I could get there. <laughs> I mean, like, you've beaten AIDS twice already. Yeah. So, why yeah. not one more time? AIDS, COVID, more AIDS. I mean, COVID know? was the AIDS. Yeah. There was COVID mixed with AIDS. COVID. Yeah, COVID. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was but yeah, now I just have this really cool voice. And it's um, what I sounded like on Sunday. It's the worst. Uh, Mount Olive, yeah. Which it's, we'll get into on AM. It's but. the worst. But um, no, otherwise, I'm happy to be back, man. I'm glad I'm kind of almost over this. You sound terrible, but you don't sound as bad as you did even like two days ago. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I just feel better. I feel like I look and feel better that way. You look better. You don't like you sound the same, but you definitely have energy too. Yeah. And life in your eyes. Yeah. Because I saw you even at the pool a couple of days ago and you were there reluctantly. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. you just, you probably at that point needed to get the fuck out of the house. Yeah, definitely. And if we were going to be outside, you're like, okay, fresh air. We're not going to yeah. be confined and worry about getting anybody else contaminated. Right. But yeah, you, you definitely were struggling through that day yeah yeah no and i mean um this goes along with cocktails and comics it was for five days nice because we had fourth of july weekend Mm -hmm. which i had the days off i had friday off and saturday sunday and then i had monday off for the holiday in lieu of the holiday and then i was supposed to go back tuesday i got sick on sunday went to the er monday morning and then um tuesday stayed home again because i was again ill uh but it was nice to sit home for five days and play the Gears of War fucking uh, trilogy, and then four and five. Is that free on Xbox? Yeah. So because I bought it, so I what I didn't tell anybody as I bought a Xbox One because I uh, wanted the Game Pass. I wanted something new. For the fans listening, uh, this was I think between me and Andy a ten second conversation of him going, I think I might want to do this," and I was like, "I mean, I don't know, man." And well, I wanted to buy an Xbox Series X. And then he was like, yeah, okay, I did it. <laughs> <laughs> and that was <coughs> uh, that was the... I think it was within a day. 24 hours, I bought an Xbox One. Since that conversation... From our conversation, 25 hours later. No, it was the same conversation. Yeah. Day. Was it that day? Yeah. yeah probably. You're like, hey, man, I'm thinking about doing this. And I was like, well, I mean, if you want to, I don't 
whatever. It was because I called Mega Media Exchange, and then you were like, "Yeah, I'm doing it." Yeah. So that was a 10 second uh, conversation of yeah. Andy's decision making. Yeah, and uh, I thoroughly but, enjoyed but it. You got a 500 dollars system for how much? Uh, I mean, the old Xbox. Yeah, I got oh, a first generation old. Xbox One. Oh, Xbox One. Yeah, not the not the series, not X. the new new. Yeah, not the newest one. So okay, so still a four hundred dollars system. What'd you get it for? About for one hundred fifty bucks. Boom. Yeah. Did you have an Xbox One already? So, my parents use it downstairs. That's right for streaming. Yep. Yep. So and I was like, I'm not going to have it because you're a PlayStation guy anyway. I am a PlayStation. I was an Xbox guy. I turned PlayStation. Mm-hmm. I realized what the Game Pass had on Xbox, and I was like, I need to get that back. That's right, because you told me about that, too, and you yeah. basically talked yourself into it by oh, 100%. explaining the Game Pass. Yeah, and I was like, this is well worth it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm going to buy a $150 console, or dollar console, and then pay $10 a month to play all the old school games I want. Yeah, I'm You basically that. got like a $400 value right there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, I downloaded it like 11 games immediately. <laughs> <laughs> and then I had to delete things because... It's only a 500 uh, gigabyte. Oh, gig, okay. Yeah. Yep. But, uh, but no, it was fun to play video games and be a kid again. Like, I haven't done that in God knows how long. I actually spent the other day, I think it was Saturday, my off day. Um, thought the old lady was going to have off of work, so when I woke up, I was super alone. Yeah. I'm <laughs> like, uh, oh. okay. And my, she left me in her apartment. I'm like, <laughs> well, I'll have a cup of coffee. And then I'll decide, do I go home, do I shower, do I do laundry? Yeah. I'll spend six hours playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Hell yeah, dude. I haven't dove into that in a long time. And I really didn't make any progress. <laughs> <laughs> but I did some things that I wanted to get done, and, and uh, it led to some places. And, I was, and six hours later, I'm like, you know, it's about 7 o'clock. I should probably shower. Yeah. So it yeah. was uh, well worth it. So yeah, I, definitely. I know what you mean by being able to feel like that kid again. It, yeah, just dive in. Because yeah. we've had so much going on lately. I haven't had any fucking yeah. time to do much. Right. I mean, we've been, we watched, uh, we watched Loki every Wednesday and with 4th of July and stuff. And then the pool, hanging out at the pool. Mm-hmm. I mean, video games, I'm, even when I'm at my slightly tired uh, self and oh I'll relax and play something else. No. no, I'm way too just out of the mind for it. Right, I'm gonna lay down, throw something on TV, and look at my phone probably. Correct. Yeah, you know, and plus the Bucks have been on for the playoffs and and uh, finals, so mm. it, it, things have just been taking up so much time. Where you know, I, it's been a busy fucking summer. I mean, shit. Even in this last three weeks, uh, you came over to Sarah's house to play video games. Yeah. Me. Yep. You know, that Which was blast. in this last three weeks, yeah. you know, so we got to be like our, our 10 year old mm. selves again, switching off controllers and having a blast. Absolutely. So, you know, between that day and then now this is a Saturday playing Assassins, I'm like, I really need to sit down <laughs> and just play video games. Yeah. <laughs> no, I fully agree. I mean, it's just a, a piece that I've missed for so long, you know, and again, that's what happens when it comes to life and just, you have a job, friends, you know, family stuff. It's just things are always going on to where you're like, oh, yeah, I want to play this, but I just can't get to it. It sucks because when I sat down for Valhalla, I'm like, I have to sit there and mentally talk myself into being like, okay, you've already done laundry. Uh, You don't need fucking to um, do this. Uh, You don't have to go anywhere today. Work is off. This is that. Like, I have to literally go through those steps to be like, yeah, so play video games. Yeah. And even then, most of the time, I'll say no to it. Agreed. I do the same thing. Which is just stupid because then I'm like, what else do I do after that? Fucking nothing. Yeah. 
And so that Saturday, I was like, no, you know what? You're playing video games. And as soon as I heard the beep, I'm like, okay, well, now I'm in mode because I heard the PlayStation's on. It wants me. (laughs) So I'll have a smoke. And then I sat down and load up Valhalla, and I'm like, okay, game's loading. This feels good. I'm in it. (laughs) And as soon as you start running around, you're like, yep, let's kill some motherfuckers. So I even dove into the river raids. Yeah, because I know they're stupid, but like <coughs> it was some, it was like uh, a new area for the river raid that mm. I hadn't done. So, oh, cool, bet let's do this. And just new stuff that game is continuously coming out with, and I'm still not finished with the story. Yeah. So yeah, know, I'm, I'm I'm not there <laughs> at all, close to it. So like with their DLCs and stuff that are coming out, I'm still experiencing new stuff. Yeah. While not being like. I finished it, so what's the point? Right. Now I can do this new stuff and still go back to the main story. Definitely. Because I know later, we're re- recording this right now in July, in a couple of weeks they're doing uh, another DLC where you're in France. Oh, okay. So I don't know that. That'll be, it's a, I think at the end of uh, this month. So, be in France. Yeah. So, n- completely new territory, completely new visuals. Yeah. Um, has to deal with one of the fucking... Kings or uh, guys that you've already dealt with in the story mode. So, oh, yeah. like, okay, continue this. Let's do this. Yeah. So, I got new stuff always going on in there, and I, that makes me happy. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's a game you can always just go to and do and, something And this else. is my first one. Right. So, I'm still You fully, picked a good one to start on. I'm still fully immersed yeah. in everything. Yeah. You know? I, I just... I'm, I'm that guy. I'll, yeah. I'd rather... I'll, I'll spend most of my gaming hours doing not the main story. Yeah. No, I mean, you picked the right game to get into. Because this was Odyssey, you'd fucking hate it. Because the only other one I wanted to pick up prior to this was Black Flag, which you told me... Black Flag's the best. Which you got, which you and Steve told me, uh, if you want to play a cool Pirates game, mm-hmm. that's the one. Yeah, it's also the best. Assassin's and it's also game. the best. It's the best one. Next to Val... Well, yeah, so I'm assuming it's... It's, the it's always Black Flag. Black Flag and then Valhalla. Yeah. And, the only reason Black Flag's on top is because it's pirates and you get to be like ship battles. The oh, ship yeah. battles are so fucking cool. Cannons fire. Yeah, oh my god, it's the best. You get yeah. guns in there too. Yeah. Uh, pistols. Yeah. Pistols. Yeah. Because that's a different dynamic. Yeah. For me, I mean, it's not a bow and arrow, but it's almost the same thing. Yeah, you get pistols, but I mean, the boat battles are a thing I wish would come back, but it was cool to. Make your ship and upgrade it and go into battle with these other ships. That'd be tight. And just, again, be a fucking pirate. I mean, Blackbeard's in there. It's fucking rap. And it's a phenomenal story. What I like about those games is they are, as much as they can be, historically accurate. Correct. Yeah. So they don't like to fade, like create their own history. Mm. They create like Hollywood history. Yeah. Where you could, you could take something that's real and then Hollywood's like, we're just gonna put our Hollywood spin on it to make it a Hollywood yeah. movie. They're like you the Quentin. They're like the Quentin Tarantino of video games. You add something, or you take away from yeah. something. To you change the narrative to, a little bit to, to purpose your story. Yep. But you don't change anything that actually fucking happened. Yeah. So I give much respect to Assassin's Creed that they stay yeah. historically close as they can. Yeah. But you just put in this this group that. I mean, that was the cool thing, because in the Ezio trilogy, it was uh, Leonardo da Vinci, and he was in every game, and he was like your dude, he was like your bro, that like you'd find papers or puzzles or something like that, and you'd bring it to him, and since he was like kind of an artist and saw things in a different light, 
That's cool. That he would help you out solve these riddles and puzzles. I like that. And it was super dope. I like that a lot. And you guys were like big bros. Yeah. That's cool. So it was yeah. super cool. I like that. Yeah. So yeah, no, it's been uh, it's been fun, but we got to jump into the thing we want to, which is Marvel came out with a fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> What's uh, the last Marvel movie we saw in theaters? Oh, uh, fuck. Captain Marvel? No. Yeah, Captain Marvel, I think. No. What would be the last movie? Endgame? Oh, yeah, Endgame. No. Spider-Man. 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 No Way Home. No Way Home. No Way Home. That no, not that it wasn't no way home, but uh, yeah, far from far home. That actually, that popped up. <laughs> yeah, Facebook memories today. Yes, yeah, I didn't look at memories today, but yes, I did. And oh, I did. Yes, it, it said it, yeah, we're seeing Spider Man. Yep. Yes, yep, yeah. So Spider Man, far from home. Spider Man, far from home was the last July movie of 2019. Was the last Marvel movie two yeah. years ago. Yeah, because I don't think anything else came out. That was the last movie Marvel. to end Phase Four. Yeah, yep, or Phase Three. Yep. Yeah. And we were supposed to get Morbius. We were supposed to get Black Widow. We were supposed to get Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings. Uh, what else were we supposed to get? We were supposed to get one more. The Eternals. The Eternals. We were supposed to get all these fucking movies last year, and we got zero. 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 And then we were supposed to get Venom. We were supposed to get that out of the Sony universe, which, again, touches base with uh, I guess, Marvel okay, universe. under the MCU umbrella... Spider-Man was the last movie we saw. The last Marvel movie we saw in theaters was Venom. Because that came out at the end of 19, did it not? Uh, no, well, I don't know if I count that as a Marvel movie. Because it's associated with. You know. That's why I said not yeah. not under the umbrella of MCU. Yeah, but Venom. a quote-unquote Marvel movie. I didn't go to the theater for that one. I watched that one last year on, like, Prime. You didn't come with us? Mm-mm. Okay. Yeah, so the last one I saw in theater was Spider-Man Far From Home. Two years ago this month. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that sucks. So uh, was it worth the wait? But it felt so good. So, yes. Spoiler ahead, guys. If you haven't watched the movie, don't fucking listen any further than this. But, yeah, I loved the fucking movie. I really enjoyed it because... Probably one, because Marvel was back. I oh mean, again... See that opening scroll on the fucking screen? Yeah. It was like the shows have been just a band-aid. The shows have been phenomenal. We've talked about every show. I love them. But they've been a band-aid to the movies that I want. That probably, because I had a whole year without no movies. Probably the best holdover we've ever experienced. Because mm-hmm. holdovers can be one thing. Yeah. But you know it's only a holdover. Right. These shows have been so good where it makes you forget they're, they've been a holdover. Yeah. Plus, if you look at it this way in the timeline... <laughs> If if seeing if Black Widow came out last year in May twenty twenty, mm. and then those Disney Plus shows were supposed to release within those time periods, would have been a lot easier and made a little bit more sense. One hundred percent. Considering we'll get to it, the post credit scene. Yeah, would you know would have would have been like, huh, what? Right. Instead, you know, you kind of fucking know. Right. <laughs> um, but. <laughs> Again, as holdovers, that's a loose term. Yeah. No, I fully agree. But, I mean, I had so much fun being immersed in, like, Black Widow's past. And, like, what she went through with her family when she was a kid. 
I mean, because the movie starts out in 95, Ohio. Yes. And showing, I knew immediately, I was like, oh, that's Natasha and that's um, Elena Belova. I was like, I know that immediately. And then once you saw Melina, uh, played by Rachel Weisz, uh, I was like, oh, yeah, they're like probably insurgents in America. This is what we're doing right now. And then to see David Harbour walk in later as Alexi and be the Red Guard. It was weird because I'm like, oh, I thought we were supposed to get Red Guardian, not a, an insurgent. Mm-hmm. So I was like, is this where he gets like his powers or like they like, is that what he's stealing is the super serum? And I kn- I didn't know <clears throat> any <clears throat> of uh, her I don't know how close the, this this uh, backstory of her I have no is, idea. is close to the comics or anything. I'm not sure. So, I guess I, I just want to put this out now. It, it goes back to the Falcon Winter Soldier show. I gave two shit. I couldn't give two shits about Sam Wilson mm. in the movies. Right. I don't care. Yeah. You're just a guy. Right. Who became an Avenger? Mm-hmm. Then we learn Sam Wilson, the man. Sam Wilson, the family man. His reasons behind his point, uh, his purpose of living, and then his purpose of being Captain America and all that, mm-hmm. and even being Falcon, <clears throat> loved him. And now he's Sam new, Wilson, the fucking. I like legend. him. I, I I can't say I love him, but I like him. Yeah. And I'm a fan of the character. Mm. I think we've all been a fan of Black Widow up until this point, but I knew nothing other right. than. Uh, from the comics, I mean, she shares like the same uh, super soldier serum as Captain America ish. No, no, she's just a super spy, basically. Oh, she's just badass. Though. Yeah, she's just badass. Okay, I don't know why I always think that she's got a little bit of serum in her. I don't know who I ever get that mixed up with. So forgive me, um, but she's you know she's this assassin spy person, mm. um, and that's all I really ever knew of her. However, right. easy character to like. Oh, it's definitely. an easy character to back, and it's an easy character to defend. Right. One character, though, she's shrouded in mystery. Mm-hmm. So to get this film and to start out in Ohio of 95 and this the family aspect with mm-hmm. them and all that, and them is younger, and it was cool. They gave her character, like, the blue hair mm-hmm. as a kid, so the dying of the hair. Right. Is, uh, <laughs> they, yeah. They're like, oh, she's used to it. It's fine. Um <laughs> Very cool, very cool dynamic to put in perspective, um, at, at, like right at the get go. Yeah, because that gave it, it gives me something. I want to know more about her. It's basically like this is how she grew up, which is not in a real family. We already knew she was dumped in the garbage basically by her real parents Correct. and picked up by the black widows and everything like that, or the Russian government at that point. And then trained from a child to be the super, you know, to be the super spy, basically. And um, <clears throat> like I said, to open up on there immediately, I was like, oh, hell yeah. Like, this is an insurgent thing. This is their beginning of being in America. Where does this all go? Um, <clears throat> as you said, because we have no backstory of, you know, ScarJor's character or Natasha Romanoff's character whatsoever. So it was cool to see that and then go into... Seeing Melina, seeing Alexi be the parents, these adoptive parents, basically, and go through this whole thing of, you know, we have to leave, we need to go, and that Natasha's character knows what's going on. She knows yeah, what she works for. I promised you. Right. 
where Yelena's character, who's I think she was six at the time, well, and Natasha when David was Harper, uh, Alexi walks in at the dinner table right there. Mm. You already knew. I mean, right when he walks in, all it, whatever you were feeling is now gone. Yeah. It as soon as the happiness hit, left. The as room. soon as he hit the screen, I felt uncomfortable. Yeah. Because he was uncomfortable. You know he's hiding something. Right. You know he's not. And and I didn't know. I couldn't piece anything together. So like when she looks at him uh, walking in and you know they're behind that wall and she's like huh and he's like no I'm thinking like okay you got fired you're just a, yeah. this is this is their family aspect or whatever <clears throat> the fuck it is and that's you know it's crazy that knowing that was Natasha and knowing that's Red Guardian I didn't even piece it together my first thought was like oh fuck like. They're screwed. They're yeah. family's screwed. Like, he just lost a job, and they were right. probably planning for something, and I was going to let the family down, and it's going to completely lost the whole spy... Russian surgeon thing, yeah. Completely out the window. Yeah. Which is awesome for a storytelling that you... for you. Right, it was a bigger shock. For, for a split second, you forget maybe why they're there, and you're just looking at them as a family. As a family, yeah. Of like, oh, man, my dad's come home, and... My mom's come home before, you know. Yeah. Oh, I've lived that. My dad exactly. lost his job. That's the worst, you know. It's like, so I understand that feeling. And that's where I I wish I had the same thought press you did because that would have been more like, it would have snapped me into it better. But I also enjoyed watching it being like, oh, we're seeing like this. I guess just because I'm a fan of like espionage movies mm-hmm. that like right away I was like, oh, fuck yeah. This is like something went wrong. They have the information. Now they need to get the fuck now out. Now they got a hightail. They got to get out of here because they have what they need. Russia needs it. And what Let's they go. A floppy, floppy disk. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, this is the best. Is this the only one? Yeah. Yeah, have you ever tried to copy from disk drive to disk drive like that? <laughs> of course it's the only one. You know, so I was like so pumped because I was like, oh, espionage. This is fucking everything I love. You know, from watching like all those Harrison Harrison. Uh, Harrison Ford movies, you know, like Patriot Games and fucking everything. Like, I'm an old man when it comes to those espionage movies where I jerk off to them. Like, it's the best. <laughs> it's, or you're a giant GoldenEye guy, too. Right. Like, like, you know, 007, everything. Espionage is the shit for me. So it was, like, cool to be immersed in that. And I was like, oh, this is happening in a Marvel movie. And then for them to start, like, running and getting out of there and watching S.H.I.E.L.D. chase them back in 95, because S.H.I.E.L.D. was around at that point. Yep, yep. That shields, shields chasing them, and then to get that moment where they're like getting in the plane, and then Alexi fucking flips that dumpster with ease, with ease, dude. <laughs> and you're like, oh, he is the right guy. Because <laughs> yeah, because as soon as he did that, and, and none of them blinked an eye. Yeah, I was like, oh, so we're cool with this. Like, <laughs> we're all cool with this, right? And like, oh, where's Dan? He's coming. He's coming. Oh, he's just running alongside an airplane, keeping speed with it. That scene was intense. Dude, and then he jumps on the wing, and then... Still shooting a sniper rifle? Oh, and hitting! Yeah. Like, he killed a few people at the wheel. Yeah. I've played Grand Theft Auto. (laughs) I've done it. I know when a head hits the car horn on the steering wheel, okay? At least heard one of those. Yeah. But he was hitting some... He was hitting. Yeah. He knew what he was doing. It was so intense. But he's also... uh, now, Now I can say... But he's a super soldier. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it was so intense. Because I remember looking at you, and you couldn't look at me because your left side was all fucked up. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> we should have just switched seats, but I know how you like your But I, right. 
But I remember just grabbing my face and just being like, like when they finally got away. And I just remember grabbing my face and being like, oh my God. Like I felt like the weight of the world was off my shoulders. When they got off that When they finally got off and the plane was in the air. Well, because at that point, uh, Yelena had been shot and she got Natasha. Uh, Melina was shot. I'm sorry, Melina. Yeah. Melina was shot and asked Natasha to come up. So Natasha, being like 12 years old, Mm -hmm. has to now man this airplane. Yeah. Of course, she's 12 years old and knows how to man an airplane. Right. Thank you, Russian spy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, and you know, <laughs> Melina's like, now with all your strength, with all this poor girl. What strength, to bitch? Pull, pull back this fucking, uh, this controller for to get an airplane off the ground. And she's, you can see she's struggling. Oh, yeah. And, of course, you know, they're going to make it, but do they make it? Yeah. So I was sitting there very much on the edge of my seat, like, just... It was intense. Uh, face in hand. Just, yeah. And I just feel like you went through so many emotions in the beginning, which was like, oh, happiness. Okay, uncomfortable, sadness, fear, you know, and now just adrenaline. And I was like, fucking nice way. Bra- bravo to start a fucking movie. Absolutely. Because I was, I felt everything. Because that was the opening sequence. Right. And then they're like, oh, this is Black Widow. And you're not uh, supposed to be cheering for this insurgency. Like, you shouldn't. You shouldn't be. But at that moment, you are because you're like, that's Natasha. That's, you know, I want to see more Red Guardian. I want to see what's going on here. And then knowing in real life, this is 95. And <clears> just five, ten years ago, prior to this, uh, we're dealing with the Russians throughout oh, yeah. the 80s. Yeah, during of, the Cold War. All this shit. Yeah. And now I'm like, oh, Russia. <laughs> <laughs> right, you know? And I mean, for them to come back and meet in Cuba with, um, what was his name again? Drakoff. Uh, General J- Drakoff. And see that whole scene where Natasha knows what she is and like that it's not real. The family isn't real, that she is a spy and hates it and everything because she's like 12. And that, you know, Yelena doesn't get it because she's six. And her pulling the gun and like pointing it at everybody. That was crazy. It was wild. Super cool. Right. And I was just, again, immersed with this because you're like, oh, this child doesn't want this. She's been bred in it for probably, you know, the last six years, but hates it. And and um, Alexi made it uh, seem very much like this is a normal handoff. Mm-hmm. Like he's been in this now for, I think they said there was three years they were doing this. Yeah, they were in Ohio for three years. And now they're at this airport in Cuba. He's with Dracoff. And they're making this exchange and he's doing the information. And uh, Molina's getting on a flight for life and... He just seems very matter-of-fact and nonchalant about mm. the whole thing. This is just sub... This is due process. Right. Being an out. Right. When they take the girls from him, and he doesn't exactly have that chance of goodbye. Yeah. That hit me. Yeah. Because the whole time I'm like, fucking asshole. Yeah. You're fucking... You're just in this because you had to be in fuck you. Right. They drag the children away. Mm. Drag them. Forcefully. Yeah. And you see this loss of just something behind the man's eyes. Oh, yeah. Of a father getting his children taken away. Right. And he can't do anything about it because he's, this is he's a different a situation is that he put them in a the situation. Right. This was the end game yeah. that was going to happen and he knew it. But whether it's a fake family or not, he loved those kids. Oh, yeah. So to see him just lose a, a two parts of himself mm. in that scene... Brought me back to like fuck you to be like, 
Yeah. I feel you, man. Well, because it's also like, oh, you're just a gear in the machine. You know this is just what you have to do. Which is what I was thinking. And yeah. then to see him, like, he looked at them longingly and kind of dipped his head down. I'm like, oh, yeah. there is heart there. Right. Now I'm back in it. Yeah. Now I'm back in it. So, and then skipping forward, I mean, again, the whole scene with, uh, basically, you show up years later. I think it was 12 years later at that point. Um, I think it was 16. Yeah. Six, yeah no, I'm that, sorry. She would have been 30 at the time, I believe. It brought us back to 2016, so whatever that was, 21 years later. So, yeah, that sounds right. Um, So they move forward. So, I mean, the whole seeing Thunderbolt Ross again, which we haven't seen since fucking ever. Mm -hmm. Um, So seeing him back uh, with the whole Natasha thing, with her being on the phone, them kind of having their back and forth, but learning that Thunderbolt Ross had a triple bypass. And so you're like, oh, that's where he's been. He's been for how long? Mm-hmm. And again, I say that with air quotes because, like, was he blipped? Was he not blipped? It's right. never a thing that was answered. Right. Because he was nowhere to be found after Infinity War. It was all gone. So it was like, hey, what actually happened? Or is that just a a scam saying he was in the hospital? Or was he blipped? So, again, it's fun to see always see Thunderbolt Ross because I think he's a great character and where we're going with him probably soon. It's a good hard ass. It's gonna, yeah. He's a good hard ass. Yeah. And where we're probably going to go with him in the next, you know, year mm-hmm. is going to be wild. So if oh. they're if they're setting up what we think they're setting up, I think it'll be crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so going to that, but then watching Natasha basically go back home and or going to uh, where'd she go first? I forgot what because it wasn't Budapest, Norway, uh, Norway. Yeah. So for her to be there and basically hiding out for. Until everything blows over, basically. Um, but then all of a sudden to see Yelena's side of everything where <clears throat> her and her crew, Black Widow crew, is hunting down a person we have no idea who it is. And then all of a sudden chasing her down, stabbing her. And then all of a sudden gets this red fucking perfume in her face. Which came out of nowhere. Right. I mean, the scene happened so damn fast. Yeah. And get that in her face, and you realize, oh, fuck, she was mind-controlled. And that's what's happening with the Black Widows. They're all mind-controlled now. And um, for her to come out of that and realize that she stabbed another ex-Black Widow because that person got out was wild. And I was like, okay, that's now you have me in of how Yelena basically changed. Mm-hmm. Where you're like, oh, she's this assassin. How does she change that quick? Yeah, because in the in the trailer, it was things. like, oh, what are we doing? We're, we're right. fight her. Mm-hmm. Aren't they sisters? Mm-hmm. And very fast and easy. Yeah, they give us a, a subplot. Yeah. Okay, now I can now I can do this too because now yeah. she's got the right state of mind, but still confused. Probably some lingering thoughts. Oh yeah. But more or less confusion and anger now. Mm-hmm. So that's gonna put her into uh, where. The who do I trust? Right. Sequence. No, fully agreed. And um, the next like 30 minutes I loved because it was Natasha and Yelena basically trying to find like, do we trust each other? It was like, do we trust each other? Talking about the past and like how we used to be family and then going full into like, you're my sister, which I had so much fun watching that in the next 30 minutes of them. Meeting in Budapest, 
and having that apartment fight. I remember both of us were like, oh my God, Jesus Christ. Like, Oh, there was very audible moments. <coughs> very audible. Like when, when Natasha flies through that uh, big kitchen doorway, mm. she, her body just clanks off the corners of the walls to get through there. Like that hurt me so much. Yeah. And I was already dealing with physical pain. <laughs> that just aggravated it. I'm like, God, it, it, it's just so, it was so brutal. Yeah. And at the end of it, they're sitting down at a table drinking vodka. Yep. Fucking Russians. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like, you know, that was cool. That was very cool. And they're, and they, they almost mimicked each other. Oh yeah. Right away. You could tell the training. Right away. When they, the, the coolest part is that first exchange where they fucking try to take each other's gun mm. and they do. In a split second, they're pointing them right back at you. Right. I'm like, ooh, this is hot. This, yeah. this is fucking cool. Oh, yeah. I, I would love to see the widows it. actually fight <laughs> like widows like that. That yeah. would be such a fight scene. <clears throat> no, I fucking loved it. And then obviously that is that reunion's ruined by the actual widows coming through, blasting through, and they get out of there. Because in a, in a split second, man, that room just explodes. Oh, and yeah. It's just an explosion. And you're like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> And then you're wondering, you know, you finally get that moment where one of those widows falls from a rooftop, basically, and snaps her leg. And Natasha's like, all I want to do is help. So she goes down there and she's like, I'm going to help you out, blah, blah. Into, that's when we get our first look into, like, the mind control and how much control Dracoff has. Which was nuts. Where he just presses a button, he sees that her leg's broke, she's unuseful. Terminate. And that bitch shoots herself in the face with a laser. She, like, punched herself in the face that blasted something into Right. Well, she had that gauntlet. Right. On, and then basically just, boom, annihilated her face and killed herself. Instantly. Because of Dracoff telling her to. Which Make, was Not wild. even telling her to, just pressing a button. Physically making yeah. her do it. Right. Because she looked at Natasha and says, like, I don't... I don't want to do I this. I don't want to do this. Yeah. As her arm is raising towards her face. Yeah. And the, and the wristband's lighting up. Yeah. Fuck that. So I was like, damn, this is what we're going against, basically. And again, it's like, we had no idea about Dracoff or who he really was or anything. We just knew that he was like someone in the Russian military or whatever. And again, that's... When we first meet him in Cuba, he looks like he's just part of the Russian mob. Right. Because he's got the gold chains, the Rolex, oh, yeah. the sunglasses, he and, had the, this, and the jogging suit. He exactly. looks classic... Rush Russian mob. <laughs> yeah. I was very happy with this. Yeah. And uh, at some point, he shot to the fucking top, yeah. apparently. But if I got these bitches on, on my oh, yeah. on my wing at, at, a, at a snap of a finger, yeah. I'd shoot to the top as well. Oh, God. <laughs> you know, and that's where we get to finally see, like, Yelena and, and Natasha talking about everything. And that Dragoff never died. Natasha was supposed to kill him, and that was her entry into... Uh, shield and coming to the U.S. and everything. God, and watching, watching that scene. Yeah, where she's got to blow up the blow building. Blow up the daughter. Yeah, yeah. Because you just see the daughter, and they're like, uh, "So what's up? Is it good?" And she's just like, "Yeah, yeah, we're good." I'm like, "There's a fucking kid in there." He's yeah. a fucking kid in there. Fucking murdered. You're an kid. Avenger. <laughs> do they know? Do they know about this? Of course. Nick Fury was like, yeah, <laughs> do that shit. <laughs> this is so corrupt. Okay, yeah. go on. <laughs> but I mean, that was wild to see. And then, um, but again, them, again, finding out about the widows and how controlled they were and how they were controlled and everything. And then Yelena being like, we're, we were mind controlled now. You know, back when you were, it was just fear and 
you know, they just watched everything you did. There's now mind control where we have no opportunity for anything. Well, when, it went for brainwashing. Right. And I think what they, what, what Dreykov explains is uh, they've torn apart, they've ripped people open, being their fucking skulls, mm. studied the brain, and were able to figure out a way to control free will. Right. If not meaning taking away free will. Yeah. Which so, is so, so frightening. Yeah. Like, I have, a, I have crazy. a decision to take this bottle and pour it over my head and drift myself in beer. And right. And he took that ability away from me where, without me thinking about it, somebody can control me pouring this beer over my head. Yeah. And all I can do is be like, I don't want this happening, but I'm doing it. Yeah. And that is terrifying. To yeah. Me. Terrifying. Oh, I agree. Fucking Russians. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I love that whole thing. But basically, they make the pact to kill Drake off, which I'm like, fuck yeah, let's do this. Let's do this. Uh, but they're like, we need to get the band back together, basically. And I was like, fuck yeah, we're going to see more Red Guardian. And it was so much fun to go to Red Guardian in a prison in the middle of the Alps, basically. And him like... A very arm- hidden prison. Yeah, him arm wrestling people. And telling stories of how he fought Captain America. And how that's his greatest nemesis. And that he is is Captain America's greatest nemesis. Yeah. And then finally to have that moment where the guy goes, this was an 84? He's like, yeah. And he's like, Captain America was still in ice. And he's like, you fucking piece of breaks his hands, everything. Breaks his arm and it's super <laughs> disgusting. And they show his like lanky ass arm just sitting yeah. there. It was gross. Like Marvel's getting kind of graphic with the bone breaking lately. Yeah. Keep it up. Here we are. Yeah, right. Put some blood in there. Put some blood in there. Uh, so that was hilarious to see, but then, you know, see the whole breakout of how super soldier he is, but also not as good. Because when he's trying to jump out and like get on rails and everything like that, he's just not top tier. Oh, he's fat. Right. Right. <laughs> right. But again, how the super serum's not as good as ours. Well, like, because, again, I cannot think of who she is that I know has it in her, because I know there's another character with the super serum. Um, but, like, Cap is one of those lucky few that not only did it take to his body, but right. it took 100%. Right. Like, he is getting 100% usage out of the serum. Right. Anybody else, I guess, you know, Bucky, let's say. Right. Not 100% super soldier. But he's super soldier. Right. He's got enough to sustain high power, strength, and speed. Mm-hmm. But can never. Not on Captain America. He's a seventy percent to to Captain's hundred percent. Yeah. I would like to think that Red Guardian is about that sixty-five percent, seventy percent range of yeah. super soldier, where he can do some stuff. Mm-hmm. But if there were three of those dumpsters stacked on top of each other at the hangar. One at a time, maybe. Right, yeah. You know, so I, I hear... Because when he was jumping up, you know, they're like, get up higher ground, and he's trying to escape. Yeah. He barely kind of gets up that wall. And yeah. even then, he's like... Eh, 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 Russian, you know? And I'm like, oh, well, okay. All right, I get it. You're fat and old. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, but they get him out of there, and again, I love Red Guardian, because he was the funniest, funniest thing about that movie. And... um all of David Har- David Harbour's lines were fantastic. Well, the guy's living in this old glory. 
Like we when we meet him as <laughs> where there's literally no glory. No <laughs> he's glory. made it all when up. When we meet him, you know, he's a dorky fake American husband, yeah. uh, uh, spy guy, and then we see him burl this shit with this beard and and he looks and fat. He looks, yeah. dude, with the tattoos, the tattoos were badass. Which he's getting tattooed while arm wrestling, which yeah. is even cool. Yeah, uh, but he's like this that ratted, tatted old dude. Yeah, um, I don't know. It was just. To see that character then come alive and and his attitude completely <laughs> change where he's nothing but living these quote unquote glory days right. that he's never had. Yeah. And he puts himself on a pedestal <laughs> like Captain America. So high on a pedestal. And and our uh, the joke on us is like Russia probably doesn't even remember who the fucking Red Guardian is. Yeah, right, exactly. Like, you know, like he could make yeah. he could make his uh his his headlines in the newspaper and everybody's gonna be like Wait, he left? Yeah. I, I thought he... Yeah. So... He's just forgettable. Knowing, just knowing that they didn't even mention that any of that in the film. And just yeah. knowing that it adds to the character. Because he's just... He's giving himself this false golden throne. Yeah. Well, and then, I mean, <laughs> he hasn't seen these girls in 20 years. And all he can do is talk about himself. <laughs> like, he's just... About how great he is and that he's the Red Guardian... And he's the best and everything. Well, I think Elena even when he at sees... one point calls him the Crimson Dynamo <laughs> and, so and gives funny. and gives a speech afterwards. And there's like this four second pause of, of somberness because yeah. it's a serious tone. <laughs> and he's like, "It's the it's the it's Guardian." Red Guardian. And you're like, <laughs> She's like, "Get the fuck She's out like, of here!" Yeah, really, twenty years. And that's all you can worry about is what I called you. <laughs> so and, and I'm sitting funny. there in the theater like, "Well, it's not the Crimson Dynamo." It's yeah. It's the fucking red card. But even so, even with Natasha, when he's like, did Captain America talk about me? And she's like, I haven't seen you for 20 years. And all you fucking give a shit about is if Captain America has talked about you. Him trying to. He has no fucking idea who you are. Him trying to noodle his fucking way into that suit. Yeah. Oh, my God. Melina's like, I haven't. I haven't watched it since. It still fits. And, and watch that dad bod dude trying to snap those pants off. Oh like, my god. He's like sucking in the gut and <laughs> so the and everything. You're like, this is gross. You're so gross. It was so funny. <laughs> he sits down to family dinner. All dressed like, up. Like he's not wearing that. <laughs> right. <laughs> so fucking funny. I just wish they would have had a shield. He didn't have a shield. Yeah. He had it for a little bit when he grabbed Taskmasters, and that was about it. Right. And then after that, it was it never happened again. Right. But hopefully, it's also funny because Taskmaster's shield is far smaller than like Caps. Yeah. And we can assume that Red Guardians is the same size as Caps. So mm. with giant David Harbor wielding this like hubcap of a shield, yeah, I'm like, that's hilarious. It looked this is great. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I I loved every scene. And again, even when they're storming the house at Molina's. That he, like, gets up and he's like, I will fight them. And there's one door, dart hits him and he's like, oh, my God, this is supposed to hurt me. And then Ace Ventura style, like, 10 more. 17, <laughs> like, 17, dude. Because he gets shot with the one. He's like, this is supposed to. <laughs> it was literally Ace Ventura. I laughed so hard thinking about Three darts is too much. You and I had the same thought process at that very moment. All I wanted to do was just elbow the shit out of you. Yeah. Dude, it's a fucking thing. I and I just, but I was so engulfed in the moment too. Of yeah. like, oh, we're getting 
captured. Oh, some shit's <laughs> going on. We're getting taken. Yeah. yeah. Great. So, and then finding out that... I'm actually going to call timeout. Yeah. In that 30 minutes of uh, Natasha and Yelena reminiscing, catching up mm. in Norway and stuff, lest we not forget how much Yelena shat on Black Widow from oh, Superhero Landing. So funny, dude. Why are you always posing? You're such a poser. Why do you go down and whip... Like back, people, like people are watching. You. People are watching. You. You're such a poser. I'm not a poser. It was such a slight break of the fourth wall when she goes like, "People are watching you," and you're like, "That's funny. That is fucking hilarious." That she broke the fourth wall. It was wall. a very break, very much break of the yeah. fourth wall because we've all made fun of the superhero landing. Deadpool has mentioned yeah. the superhero landing, and now Yelena's mentioned yeah. it without calling it that the superhero landing. Yeah. It was so funny. And we'll get to that later. I just had to point that out. Because it was it, it, it was great. It struck me. <laughs> it she's so like, good. why you whip your hair back? And now she just, gets low. Like, and she's like, I like how she pretended she couldn't stretch that well. I'm like, you're an assassin. <laughs> you can get that yeah, low. She's like, you, you tried to get she's low. She's like, you like go this. down all the way down here and then you. Like it hurt her a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> right. And I was like, oh. I was like, don't act like you're 30 uh, like us. Like, don't, don't act like we just didn't see the kitchen scene. <laughs> right. <laughs> that kind of took me out of it. I was like, don't pretend like that hurts to get in that position. Also, like when they show, the, they show them growing up um, in the red room, and all I could think of was, you know, I've always wanted to sit down to a movie where they showed agents training like in a James Bond movie. <laughs> <laughs> So I also ha- I also had my Wayne's World moment. Uh, Hell yeah! Uh, in my mind, but um, okay. I'm sorry. I just had to mention. That no, you're totally fine. Because that's it. Because that, that it was hilarious. Brings us to a later point yeah. in the movie. So I had to touch on that. Go on. No, it was fan- It was phenomenal. I appreciate you bringing that up because I laughed so hard at that. It really was a nice like yeah. uh, moment buster. Oh know? yeah. Because there was so much that we already dealt with. Yeah. And for her to be like fucking idiot i feel like this movie did the right thing and it didn't take itself too seriously it didn't and that's what i was happy about because i was like all right we know black widow's already dead but where are we going with this well we know black widow too is like so business right she's so business yeah yelena being younger as well Mm. you knew that we're gonna get this odd couple yeah of like i'm by the book i'm fucking whatever it doesn't matter cool i like that dynamic then you got David Harbour in there. It's basically over. At that yeah. point, it's over. Yeah. You can no longer even think about taking yourself seriously at that yeah. point. And then it was funny to have him across Melina, Rachel Wise, who was so serious. And, you know, like, she took everything very seriously. She very much tried to... Because she created the mind control. I don't want to say the Stepford wife thing, but she very much played that ho- that that housewife. Perfect. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The perfect mother. The right. perfect housewife. Yeah. And she tried to maintain that. Right. Which was painful to watch at the family table and stuff, but it's like, you know, you're holding on to something 20 years old. Right. When you know you're guilty, like they're going to fall for it. Right. You know, you knew where they trained. Right. You kind of invented it. <laughs> right. Yeah, you almost killed a pig. Um, yeah, what the fuck? That was, that was wild. What the fuck? That was wild. Like, I felt, like, terrible. I know, because I was like, let that pig breathe, the bitch. The pig's dying, and she's just like, yeah, so that's why Legos connect to each other. Right. <laughs> like, I don't, excuse me. Can Alexi breathe again, please? Right? And then, like. Can the Red Guardian pig? Like, oh, that's fine. It, she still had 11 seconds <laughs> before loss of oxygen would kill her. 
You're not what? supposed to know that. Yeah. Can we just let it eat or something? <laughs> you can't even give it a piece of anything as a yeah. treat. You know, go fuck yourself. Won't mean no. But I love that they end up at there was a sky basically sh- shuttle, you know, base that Dragoff was in. That's why he was undetectable by any radar. No one knew he was still alive. So that was super cool to see. Again, a base in the sky. Always love it. It's always the best. Oh, I do love it. Yeah. I mean, it was just like with the Avengers. I always loved like the, the floating island yeah. aspect of uh, some stories. Yeah. Actually, in my my Knuckles from Sonic and Knuckles mm. back in the day, I got his uh, comic book series. Pretty solid. Um, but the Echidnas, his race was like, they grew up on this sky island. Yeah. And I always thought that was so cool. It is right. There's just an island up there, and mm. that's where y'all come from, and then right. down here is different. Right. So to have his own sky island almost, almost it looks like a city, right. if you will. Totally dope. And, yeah. and that never even crossed my mind about, like, why they couldn't find him. Right. You know? Same. So I'm like, oh, he's Russian. They got to be somewhere in Russia. Yeah. Nope. Look up. You're, like, underground somewhere. Because they gave that, that like, oh, we're going to be touching down soon. Yeah. Then why are we still going up? Yeah. Ah. In the sky. <laughs> I like it. So that was rad. And then, obviously, you find out there's a whole plan where... Scarjo was Molina, Molina Scarjo. It was that wild. was cool. <laughs> it was crazy. Man, that, excuse me. I like the flashbacks. Mm. I like the in-scene flashbacks. Where yeah. Like you're like you're witnessing this, and then all of a sudden they reverted back to yep. the house. Yep. And you're like, oh, fucking! I've seen this in TV shows. Like yep. we do this all the time just to cover something quick. Right. We go right back to where we were. And they did that. And how it all they came about. A, they did that a few times. Yep. Which is really cool. Again, great in every spy movie. <laughs> like, I'm also going to backtrack a lot of it because I think we forgot to mention, unless you were saving it. They gave us Taskmaster really early. I was saving it. I was going to give Taskmaster its whole end thing okay. and just be like, this Sorry. was the raddest fucking character. No, let's go to it because, okay, because they gave us Taskmaster in the first fucking 10 minutes. So because like, shit was going awry and bitch's words were uh, initiate Operation Taskmaster. Yeah. And I know, I think I, I at least eyed at you a little bit. I think we both... Oh, I turned to you and I said, they're bringing us Taskmaster already? And, I, and yeah. you went, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there she was in all her glory. Yeah. They put it, they just, there was the helmet with the hood on and they, it was her, they sent her right the fuck out. Yeah. I, her fighting, well, them fighting Natasha before we find out that it's Antonia, uh, who is Dracov's daughter, who we thought died in the explosion from Natasha, which was wild. I thought it was a great, cause I was like, who do you introduce as Taskmaster? Which also because Taskmaster is so, um, he's so, uh, he, he's so universal in the Marvel mm. story. You know, he's got, he's fucked with Spider-Mans and Nova and yep. anybody and everybody. Yep. So how do you bring such a, a well-versed character over such an umbrella of the universe? And keep them to, around. To just this one storyline. Right. Works for me. You want to tie them into this character to make them yeah. this reason being, and that's how they are. Yeah. Compared to whatever, however the Taskmaster in comics came about, mm. fine, it fits here. I'm not mad about it. Yeah, give it to me. Yeah, because uh, I, I I know next to nothing about Taskmaster yeah. other than he's the best mimic. Correct. Uh, 
fighting wise for anybody. Um, yeah, he just knows it. He can right. just do it. And, and I go to a point where I'm like, you, you're able to keep the character. Taskmaster can come back. Yes, not technically as a villain, but as maybe an antihero. Um, you know, somebody like, be like a, they could do like a favor doer. Yeah, but like I'm not on your side. Right. Because if you're the target, I'm coming. Right. Type deal. Yeah. Because, I mean, even, like, when they brought him, again, this is way off track, but when they brought Taskmaster into the Spider-Man game uh, that released for PS4 and everything, it's not really that he was a bad guy. He was just trying to be better than Spider-Man. Like, he's like, I want to learn what you do, and then I want to be the best. So if you're going to turn that character into the MCU, into that person, where she's like, I want to be the best, or... You know she's going to work with Melina. Melina's going to come up with some shit that's like the Black Widows, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Because she knew too much, and that's a whole... We can do a whole other thing on that. But, I mean, there was way too much that Melina's just going to give it all up. I don't think so. No, like, no, no, no. She came up with the brainwashing. She came up with this whole mind control thing. She's not just going, like, we're all fine now. We're you all going to live... the whole Black Widow scheme, the Red Room. Right, red like... Room. You're kind of a mastermind here. Yeah, I don't think you're just going away. You know, you're an evil fucking genius. Yeah, if we want to put it politely. You might not make. You might not be like evil anymore, but like you're kind of trying to get some shit done. You're going to kind of be like the League of Shadows. Yes. Like we don't have to be dicks, but like when we will, we will. But other times we're just like getting rid of people. That you can trust us. Yeah. Until you can't. Right. You know, we're getting rid of bad people. You know, just not in the in best bad, ways. In bad ways. Right. <laughs> just not in the best ways. Um, so I feel like that's going to happen in that way, but regardless, so going back to the movie of, um, them doing the face swap thing was wild. And yeah, then when, uh, Drakeoff goes to touch Melina's face in the office yeah. and she like swats his hand away. I'm like, yeah, I get it. There's yeah. animosity. Don't fucking touch me. Yeah. And then, but he already like knew. Well, when he says line, you never forget the eyes of a child that you raised. And I was like. Uh, and I, I never even picked up on it. Yeah, I was like, oh fuck, never picked up on it. Yeah, because I, because going back to the Cuba scene, I'm like, oh, you know, you had them under your your wing for this fucking mission. They met you up in Cuba. Yeah. So if you're looking in Melina's eyes, you basically taught her everything she knew. That's where that line probably sat in my head. Yeah. And then the whole like, as soon as I. <laughs> You blipped her on the temple and you see the grid go out. That's when my my jaw dropped. I'm like, because yeah. I've seen this before. Right, exactly. <laughs> and then it was her. And then you're like, oh, shit, because that means, oh, shit. And another wonderful David Harbour. <laughs> it's like, but wait, I told you everything. I just poured my heart out. And you're not even the fucking person. <laughs> Somebody's talking into his your earpiece. To be <laughs> And Melita's like, you don't have an earpiece. And he's like, what? He's like, why? Really? <laughs> and they, again, another flash. They immediately, like Family Guy, they flash right back. Yeah. They're like, here, blah, blah, blah. Like, give the other one to Yelena. Yeah. <laughs> like, I only had one set. Yeah. Apparently a set comes in three. Yeah. In the Marvel Universe. Yeah, apparently. So it was it was so <laughs> funny to watch him like, ah. say something. And... No one's listening except Melina. <laughs> but I love even the next. But it was a moment that he needed, though. Oh yeah. Like as a character, and like even Melina needed to hear it. Yeah. That's like, like we do love you. Guys. Of like we love you guys. Yeah. Like we are the family. Yeah. We are. We have the heart. Yeah. Unfortunately, 
<laughs> by the time by the time Alexi gets to the girls, his only line is, "I'd say something, but I'd <laughs> ruin it up. I'd just ruin mess it. it up." Yeah. <laughs> so it was. He was phenomenal, and even in the scene when he's about to fight Taskmaster, he's like, "Melina, this is the last time we see each other." Shit. <laughs> She's just gone. She's gone. <laughs> Which is cool because then they break into another scene with another scene and then we get back to them in the hallway and they're already fighting. Instead yeah. of like, let's show you three other scenes that are happening in the same second. Mm. And then when we get back to Guardian and Master that they're still posing off and then start battling. Yeah. Like, no, we went right back to them and they are brutally beating each yeah. other. So that was a nice touch because I'm so tired of a montage scene right. where you get four scenes. Right, right. I just want to pay attention to one right now. All, but it's all happening at the same time. Right. Like, oh, so Guardian and Master are now just fighting a minute and a half later. Yeah. <laughs> it's very weird. So but very I, was, nice that they I just, think they did a good very job. Very nice that. that they're like, here's this. Oh, this is happening. This is happening. Now let's catch up with this. Right. And we right back into it. Yeah. No, I agree. And to wrap this kind of up, because we are going a little long, but basically the whole Natasha breaking her nose, like the whole pheromone thing, both of us cringed. I know you and I cringed real hard. When she blipped her face on that desk, you and I both, the hands went right up to her face, and I believe they sat there for about two to three minutes before we put our hands back down. Yeah. It was like the moment in Sons of Anarchy where Otto puts his tongue out and then slams his chin into the table and cuts his own tongue out. It's brutal because the cops are questioning him and he's like, I'm not talking to you. And they're like, if you talk to us, blah, blah. And he goes, okay. And fucking cuts his own tongue out with his teeth. And it's disgusting. And anytime I ever see anything with the face, I think of that. Yeah. It's, it's the worst. And, um, so that was fucking wild. But again, the whole espionage thing of like sleight of hand, she stole the ring you know, to get into the keyboard that and everything. I didn't think about it. Never even thought about it. Never thought about it. Drakeoff's leaving because the place is exploding. Realizes he doesn't have the ring. Natasha's in the room finding out every Black Widow because she wants to save everybody. Um, because they can create an antidote. Basically, get it to Banner. Banner will create an antidote where we can fucking help all these Black Widows. So that was fucking rad. Seeing Drakeoff blow up in the sky and being like, yep, that fucker's dead. See ya, bitch. I thought he got the death he deserved. Oh, yeah. In a fiery, a fiery hell crash. Yeah. From like 30,000 feet up. Yeah. Yeah. And then you get the whole thing where Natasha still wants to save uh, Taskmaster, you know, Antonia. And tries it. They end up like falling out of the sky and fighting in the air, which was wild. Because they locked her in that cell. Right. Which I thought was a cool ass plan. Yeah. And she goes back to her and like that whole like, her. I know when I let you go, you're going to fight me and that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> but try to listen to me. And as soon as the door opens, it's like, yeah, she's coming after you. Man. Yeah. So it was a very Bucky Captain America feeling. You know, back oh, when yeah, we had very much war. was, yeah. it very much was, and it was like, hey, I, I feel for you and everything. Like but, I know you're still in there. There's right. still you in there. Right. So them crashing to the ground, basically, um, and then her finally getting taking off Taskmaster's mask and crushing the antidote, and uh, her finally coming back, and even the daughter being like, "Is he gone?" And she's she, like, "Yeah, she she's gone." Couldn't live under that anymore. right because she knew. In her head, she knew who she was. But, again, mind control and everything. You're fighting 
you can't do anything. You're just trapped, basically, from what it seems. Uh, so for her to be like, is he gone? Thing is you're conscious of everything going on, right. but your mind, but you have no control. Your mind will not let you process that, yeah. and you're just your tunnel vision right. or whatever your puppeteer wants you to see. Yeah. So I was like, that was a great scene of her being like, is he gone? And Natasha's like, yes, he's fucking gone. Because then she had a sigh of relief, where she's like, I'm free. And then she she has, I think, the widows take her away. Mm, Melina takes everybody away, which is again something's going to happen there. It has to. But Natasha stays back for Thunderbolt Ross to show up, basically gives him what she wants, and we basically end the movie with her leaving off to start uh, Infinity War. And I just want to point this out uh, for Taskmaster because we didn't, unfortunately, spend too much time on her. Because what a great character. I love the outfit. Yeah. I love the, the everything. They did a great job. Nailed it. Um, very cool. We got to see... Obviously mimicking Black Widow. Yeah. Because that was like that first fight scene, which is so dope. Mm-hmm. Um, but we got to see her Hawkeye skills. Yep. We got to see her swinging around like Spider-Man. Yep. We got to see the shield skills. Yep. Of Captain America. Correct. Which were fire as hell. Um, and I feel like I'm leaving one out. Uh, Black Panther. Black Panther with claws in the yep. hallway against um, Red Guardian. Yep. With the same extract yep. across the chest with the X. Yep. Very, very, very fucking cool. Again, mimics anybody. It can they, Taskmaster can it can do anybody's fighting style is awesome. But to see little notes of the certain stars that we know. Yep. Not everybody. It was awesome. We didn't get a Hulk. We didn't get a Thor. Oh, we didn't yeah. get an Iron Man. That's fine. Yeah. Anybody physically capable that she could have done. Mm. So cool. Such yeah. a nod to. Not just who she's fighting, but who she's seen fight, and then it's there. Oh, yeah, definitely. So very, very cool nod to the character. I loved it. Very cool. Like, we knew we got the shield because we saw it in the trailer. Yep. But everybody else was a very good surprise. Absolutely. very, very true to the character. I loved it. Thank you, Marvel. And that's why I can't wait to see more of Taskmaster down the line. Because it's going to happen. Oh, definitely. That's not a character you can throw away. Um, So then we get our end credit scene, which was... Phenomenal. Now, a year ago, this would have been way bigger. Yeah. Because we would not have had our Disney Plus shows yet. So, that being said, please take us in. So, we started out with Yelena basically walking through the woods with her dog. She did get her dog. Because takes, this, this takes place in 2023. So, we're actually yeah. two years from right now. Yeah. So, this is after, but this is after Endgame, after everything that happens. Correct. Um, so walking through the woods, she has a dog, which she wanted and calls it Fanny, which is funny because that was Natasha's fake name, uh, when she got new IDs, uh, and then goes to the grave. Yeah. (laughs) Fanny Longbottom. (laughs) And, uh, (laughs) that was a throwaway joke and they're like, we're using it. (laughs) And it got a laugh. Yes. Yes, we did. (laughs) But, um, we get the... The scene with, you know, Yelena going to the gravesite, obviously Natasha Romanoff's name on there. Mother, or basically sister, daughter, loving, you know, Avenger. Sister, daughter, Avenger. Avenger. And um, does the whistle, they had a whistle back and forth. I thought that was a cool note. Yeah. I love that. So, so I was like, that was a cool homage. And basically, Yelena paying her respects. And the crazy thing is you have a wide shot where you're watching Yelena walk up. And the music, the music stopped. Like, it, it faded out, 
Yeah. The sound effects of her having her moment, it like in Hollywood movies, like it, it just it gets quiet before yeah. something happens. So it was getting. And quiet. you literally get two seconds of like Yelena paying her respects, and then you hear someone blowing into a tissue. Hard, hard, <laughs> like <way>. nasty. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> if you've ever heard me blow my nose yeah. in person, it's exactly what I sound like. Yeah, it's always gross. Yeah. And who did we have standing next to her? Val. Unbelievable. Val, I forgot her whole fucking name at this point. I know, we should probably write uh, this down. It was, I know it's in here. She's got to be in the cast, right? Yeah, definitely. Maybe not because um, that was a secret, basically. Uh, But we got Val, uh, you can look up her name, please. But uh, we got Val from uh, the Captain, or Captain America and the Winter Soldier, basically, Show, uh, played by Valentina Valentina Allegra de Fontaine. Yes, played by Julia, Julia Louis Dreyfus. Thank you. Yes. Oh, uh, you know Julia Louis Dreyfus. <laughs> That's easy, right yeah. off the bat. Yeah, but, but not Valentina uh, Allegra de Fontaine. <laughs> <laughs> but we get Val in, and we find out that Val is again recruiting. We found this out in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. That she's recruiting people for a team. She has Yelena, who's been on this team for some time now, because she goes, Val, you know not to bother me during my time off and everything. Right, so she's already hooked up with it. She's already part of it. And then all of a sudden we get, don't you want to kill the person who killed Natasha? And at that moment I was like, who's who's responsible for Natasha's And I was like, who? Fucking Thanos is gone. Like, it's over. And then all of a sudden shows the picture, and it is Clint. It is Hawkeye. And I was like, get... I believe my words were, get, get the, the fuck, fuck out of here. here. <laughs> I think me, you and I popped real hard when we saw that tab. Because yeah. you said that, and my move is always to grab the arms of my chair and lean forward. Yeah. I didn't lean forward because of the neck. Yeah. But I definitely threw hands down on the arms. Yeah. And went, what the fuck? Yeah. Get the fuck because out of here. Because it's... <laughs> Again, if we did last year, this would have been pre-Disney Plus shows. Mm. So for Yelena to see this image of of Clint on there, we all would have been like, uh, what? And yeah. who is this who is Julia Louis Dreyfus? Yeah. And it said it's actually a little bittersweet because now that we know who Valentina is, mm. it gave me a bigger pop seeing her at the end of this movie yeah. than if I had no fucking clue what that was. Right. Which even then I don't even know. I didn't do my research if if they even changed anything post-credit-wise or anything to yeah, go true. with this. Yeah. Because I didn't see anything about reshoots or Either way. But um, that would, you know... But again, Feige's had all this in his head for... Correct. How long? And the only the only thing I saw about this post-credit scene too was like, before seeing it was uh, this is the biggest... The biggest push for a Disney Plus show they've done to date. 100%. And I didn't know how to take that because it's kind of like we saw the trailers for the shows on Disney Plus, but they really actually haven't put them out there on TV yeah. and stuff for, for advertisements, commercials like they do the movies. Yeah. So this was kind of like, hey, watch our fucking shows. Yeah. Because now people that refuse to watch them are going to miss something. Who, who is she? What was that? Right. You fucking idiots. Watch the shit. Yeah, no, Marvel is doing something that has what never been like done. What did you say? As soon as these shows start hitting Disney+, Plus, 
You have to watch. You will, you will be out of the loop if you do not watch these shows. Right. This is our first. This example. shows exactly. This, why. Is our, this is our first fucking example. Yeah. They end credited to a fucking show. That's incredible. They nodded to a TV series. That's not heard of. Well, <laughs> it's I, never done. I want to find the article that I read, but I think Kevin Feige said something like the future of the Marvel, the, the basically the MCU is, isn't going to be this, uh, um, these long telling series right. movies anymore. It's just a push. So we're not going to be looking at Iron Man gets four movies and Thor gets four movies. Like yeah. We're, we're got a, we got a character here. We've got a character here. Now we're going to mash it up in these, uh, television series with this and then we'll culminate here. Yeah. Is what I'm gathering out of that. It's just pushing the story forward. Because I think I mean, he said no more big series movies. Yeah. It was semi-worded like that. So I, I'm not looking forward to, like, Spider-Man's third movie's coming out. I think you'll probably do series Thor's movies, but not horror. as much, you know. Right. So we're not looking to a one, two, and three, one, two, and three, one, two, and three. Right. It's It's like... If that's what he meant, you know, we'll get a guy, we'll get this, we'll get that, and then bam, something. Yeah. I think it's literally just, you're getting the movie when something big's happening, and these shows are getting you to those next big things. And depending on how they want, who and how they want to introduce characters. Moon Knight, She-Hulk, for example. Right. We're going Disney+. Plus. Shang-Chi, going straight, silver screen. Right. So, probably where they stand in the uh, MCU... Uh, as compared to down on the ladder a little bit, mm. introduce some big screen, introduce some small screen. But now with this, literally saying all of these are intertwining, yeah. nobody's going to say Moon Knight will never be in a movie. Nobody can say She-Hulk will never be in a movie. Right. Nobody can say Daredevil will never be in a movie. Correct. Correct. So I think it's phenomenal what they're doing. The end credit was wild because of that. Because it's never done, no movie's ever done that before. Honestly, I only thought these shows were going to be like really, really, really good uh, fillers for what's to come. No. And instead, just because of Black Widow, it's everything. Now I know how monumental these TV yeah. series actually are. Right. Then that excites me. I mean, you even get it a little, you definitely get it with Captain America and the Winter Soldier because you get our new cap, you know, like. And we know that. Falcon's coming back as Captain Because we know that because we can't call it Falcon and Winter Soldier anymore. Right. We just say Captain and Winter Soldier. Right. That's how embedded that is now oh, yeah. in my head. Yeah. And we saw him as Captain all for one And I blank when I'm like, what's the other name? It's Falcon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But no, I, I love the movie. I thought it was great. We got to wrap up here, but I thought it was a great job. I definitely think we'll probably do episodes of where we think all these shows are going in this because... Oh, fuck yeah. There's a lot going on right now, and we're all coming back to it, so I'm excited to do that. Um, but otherwise, I fucking loved it. I hope you fucking loved it, too. Dude, the wheels are turning again. Yeah. We're, we're out of the ditch, Yeah, and we're making our way. Absolutely. But otherwise, man, it was fucking rad getting around the table again. I can't okay. wait to do... Uh, we're going to talk about Loki next, and we're going to release some more episodes of that. So we are looking forward, and other than that, we will see you guys later. Out of here, brother. We'll see you. We'd love to get your feedback. Please contact Cocktails and Comics at cocktailsncomics at gmail.com. That's all lowercase C-O-C-K-T-A-I-L-S-N-C-O-M-I-C-S at gmail.com. 
Also, catch us on Spotify and iTunes, along with our other podcast, Nothing's Off Base.